This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. Hi, friends. It's Annie Grace with This Naked Mind, and I am answering questions. If you have questions for me, please post them below. I will answer them. Today's question is from Maggie. And Maggie says, hi, Annie, I just finished your book and found it so helpful. I'm on day five of my freedom from alcohol. Congratulations, Maggie. And was so trying to arm myself with as much ammo and information as possible. Anyway, I'd love you to address the issue of living with a spouse who uses alcohol and has no intention of stopping. He has a couple of drinks every day and usually right in front of me. What's the best way to handle this? Thank you in advance. So Maggie First, my own experience isn't exactly like this because my husband, when I first started writing this book and when I first started drinking, he goes, just so you know, I'm not going to stop drinking. I have no, no intention of doing that. And then right before I published the book, I said, hey, you better read this because there's a lot of personal stuff in here and you need to read it. So he read it in two days. And although he is not the type of person that's going to kind of put a flag in the ground and say, I am a non-drinker, I don't drink or I only drink on a very rare occasion. Um, I think he's had, you know, uh, maybe two beers in the last six months. So for him reading the book and reading about alcohol and what it really does to your body and having his unconscious mind kind of cleaned, if you will, from the liminal thinking, he just kind of naturally stopped. So I got really lucky in that regard and I'm thankful. Um, But I do think you have to do it for you, not for anybody else. And that is the crux of the issue. So fabulously, we have an amazing community. And if you haven't joined, join us at thisnakedmindcommunity.com. Totally free, always will be. It's growing every day. And it's people who are on this journey together and support each other. And one of my very dear friends and early readers, um, Heidi Mayo, who actually blogs about this stuff at HeidiMayo.com, she had this exact issue. And so I actually reached out to her for some backup on this question, Maggie. And I think, you know, I wanted to get you a really good answer. So um, this is Heidi's response. And I'm just going to kind of read it because I think it was really profound and really good. And so Heidi says, I needed to make sure I had the right attitude. When I told my husband I was stopping, he made it absolutely clear that he was super happy for me, but he had no intention whatsoever of ever stopping drinking. And I had to understand that. He's much better at controlling his drinking than I ever was. And if he chooses to drink, I have to realize that that's his business. But especially during those first few weeks when I was starving the beast and Maggie on day five, you know, the alcohol monster, you're still having physical symptoms, you're still having withdrawals, so you're literally starving the beast, as Heidi says. I think that's a great way to say it. Heidi says, I was really careful not to push my agenda on him. I was also really careful not to make him feel guilty or defensive, which he kind of did anyway in the early days because it was a big departure for us. I didn't want to be a bitch. I didn't want to try and change him. And I especially didn't want to be some humorless, sober person. Um, She says she doesn't even like that word. And she goes, I was the one who was changing. And I need to be really clear on that. And I needed to be really clear for the sake of our marriage that he doesn't need to. So I was consciously upbeat. And I think that probably helped her mood anyway. She said, if I did bring up my non-drinking, it was more to exclaim how great I felt or how much funnier things appeared. And that's true. Things do get a lot funnier. 
um, or how much fun I was having or how delicious my latest non-ethanol drink discovery was. Even when I'd get depressed, I could say how amazed I was and how clear my feelings were and how much better in touch I was with myself. Even when they sucked, I now understood that my feeling sucking had nothing to do with the drinking and drinking was making it worse. So, but I did make it a point and I still make it a point to have regular cocktail time, same as we always had, because that was something fundamental to their marriage. Only she makes her drink her switch flippers and switch flippers are like flipping the switch at the end of the day, which I think is just an adorable name. So instead of having her typical gin, she makes her switch flippers. And she's so happy to have her tonic with juniper, juniper extract and a lemon squeeze or her seltzer and elderflower or a ginger drink. She's a super gourmet drink maker. And so she makes the drink the same compulsive way she did with the booze while she's making dinner and such. So she still schmoozes, just no booze. And she never really liked beer. And fortunately for her, beer is the drink of choice for her husband. So if he had drank beer, she admits it might've been a bit harder, but after the first month or so of her not drinking, his drinking lessened. And it now seems that he actually drinks less overall because it is, you know, you do kind of mirror the people you're around. But she says, here's the deal. The deal is that we can so often use someone else's behavior to continue to justify our own and to feed the monster. And it was exactly that, she says, just another excuse your brain will use to try to get a fix of alcohol. Being aware of that fact is absolutely key because who's in charge here, you or this alcohol monster, you're in charge. And so if your spouse chooses to drink, that's his business. And I, she says, I can even feel a little smug about the fact that I'm enjoying the freedom while he's still a slave to his Budweiser. I'll never point that out to him, of course, but I don't need to. It's, it's knowledge that I know. So I think that's really true. If you're absolute in your resolve, you recognize that little voice for what it is, just the alcohol monster, and you're doing it for yourself, and you're making a very conscious effort to see everything you're gaining, not everything you're missing out, then other people's drinking hopefully won't bother you. And I think Heidi's answer is really profound, and I didn't want to answer it for myself because I'm not actually living through this at this point in time. Um, so thank you, Heidi. For, for doing that. Thank you so much, Maggie, for the question. And please do leave your questions below. I will happily answer them. Tomorrow I have been asked a question about, do you still dream about drinking at times? And so I'll be answering that tomorrow. Thanks. This has been Annie Grace with This Naked Mind Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can learn more at thisnakedmind.com. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe as it really helps us spread the word.